Family and fellow soldiers, I'm the professor, and this is the moment of truth. In the world of religion, it's hard to think of any church in the United States larger than Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church in Houston. For him, being a preacher man is the family business. And from that perspective, I guess business is very good because he's grown his church into a mega church. Gotta give those guys in the Deep South credit, they've got the secret sauce when it comes to packing them deep and selling them cheap. For the one or two people who may not know, Joel Osteen had what was already a huge church 20 years ago, but that wasn't enough for him, so he bought what had been the Houston Rockets Stadium and converted that into his worldwide television empire. Er, I mean his worldwide ministry. This guy's made enough money two decades ago that he could purchase an arena and then convert it into a gigantic stadium church. Ask your local pastor how many times that they'd have to pass the collection plate around before they could do that. Though Osteen might want to hire a new accountant, I've heard that some of the church's funds have occasionally turned up missing. And how is Osteen supposed to buy himself another mansion if he's losing the church's money? Anyway, in some not-so-funny news about Lakewood Church, recently there was a tragedy there. A white Hispanic came into the church wearing a trench coat, underneath which was an AR-15. This individual claimed that she had a bomb and began shooting wounding two people, and before any of the white supremacists or white supremacists adjacents try to complain about the description of white Hispanic, her arrest record shows that she's from El Salvador and identifies as white, and her name is Janice Marino, not Gwendolyn Moore. Two security personnel at the church shot the assailant dead, but this person also brought their seven-year-old child with them, and the kid was also shot and is in the hospital with serious injuries. The shooter has been identified as Janice Yvonne Moreno, an immigrant from El Salvador with an extensive criminal record. All right, let's deal with the <clears throat> pink elephant in the room. The shooter has been described as transgender. However, by all reports, this is a biological woman who occasionally went by the name Jeffrey. I know, weird. News outlets have talked with a man who is her husband. In court records, he referred to his now deceased wife as Jeffrey. At least that's one of the names that she gave. Anyway, according to him, she had been a schizophrenic. She stopped taking her meds and became pregnant. Houston police have also confirmed that the child who had been shot was biologically hers. So if this is accurate, this was a biological female who, for whatever reason in the past, had gone by a man's name. Reports also say that the shooter had the word Palestine on her assault rifle. So a mentally unbalanced person shot up a place where Christians were gathered. I dare not call Osteen's money machine a church. And this person did it because she was outraged about the war in Gaza. Makes sense. After all, if you're upset about a conflict between Arabs and Jews, first place you should go is to a Christian church. But that's not to say that there's no connection between Moreno and Lakewood, because she had made donations to that church. Though it does bear noting that Moreno was involved in a bitter custody dispute with her ex-husband, whose mother is a rabbi. So she was married to a Jewish Hispanic man. Kind of reminds you of George Zimmerman, doesn't it? Now, obviously, it's doubtful that this woman could ever find Palestine on a map, and Moreno was schizophrenic, but did perhaps in some way her having some sort of bone to pick with her now ex-mother-in-law who was a rabbi perhaps have anything to do with her wanting to commit a shooting in the name of Palestine? Police are still investigating, though it should be noted that they claim not to know if the seven-year-old was shot by one of their off-duty officers who was moonlighting a security at Osteen's church. But even though the Houston police claim not to know if their officers shot this child or not, that didn't stop the police chief from saying that the suspect put that baby in danger. 
That is an accurate, although very cryptic, response. The woman had an AR-15, which does horrible damage to an adult's body and would destroy a child's. So the Houston PD's claims not to know who shot the child is the usual predictable denials they make whenever there's a police-involved shooting. Now, there's something else that's also predictable. The white media is not casting any aspersions on Joel Osteen and all this. I'm not saying that they should trash him or anything, but if this was a black church, they would be giving a summary of any and every scandal, indiscretion, and bit of unflattering gossip about the pastor that they could find. You'd have clowns on the religious right trying to blame the victims of this gun-related crime and defending the shooter, as we saw on Fox News when they actually defended the Mother Emanuel Church massacre as not being racial in nature. Now, I feel I have to say this again because folks don't listen so well. There is no justification for this lunatic who decided to bring her kid and an AR-15 to a church. There was no justification for that, nor am I saying that Joel Osteen or anyone at the church brought this on themselves. They didn't. You had a mentally unstable career criminal who decided that for her own personal reasons, she was going to try to make some sort of half-brain political statement using a firearm. The problem is that in this country, as long as you're not black, you can get automatic access to a gun and a background check won't stop you. Even if it was known about her mental state, we've already seen plenty of examples of mass shooters who were crazy as a rat in a tin outhouse and still were able to get their hands on firearms freely anyway, even with a criminal record. My point is, though, that while we're on the subject of Lakewood, since that's in the white media news, I think that there are some things that that place should work on regardless, starting with their pastor. Joel Osteen is not a man of God. I'm sure with the listenership as diverse as mine, there's a few of you who might like him, or who have even convinced yourselves that he's basically a genuinely devout man, instead of the self-serving cell-evangelist that he actually is. What he does is religiously-oriented entertainment. He's not as entertaining as some other pastors, but he's still doing a shtick. At best, you can only call him a Christian-oriented motivational speaker. You would be hard-pressed to tell me that there's a difference between him and Tim Robbins, they even have the same hairstyle. Osteen's motivational routine is basically that God wants you to be a winner. I actually tried to listen to one of his sermons once, and I'll tell you right now, it was just a bunch of empty hot air. This man basically spent about 15 minutes saying that God's on your side and he wants you to be a winner. What he said sounded like every kind of feel-good, self-help type of motivational seminar that you've ever heard. The only difference is he throws in the word God occasionally. Though truth be told... He does it so seldomly, you pretty much could take any sort of clips from what he said, drop it into any sort of news or commentary channel, and you'd be hard-pressed to know that this man was actually supposed to be the head of a church. No one's talking about Joel Osteen's fortune either. Money literally found in the walls. Now, to be honest, I'm not what you would call an overly religious person. I've gotten back into the habit of praying regularly at home, not Bible-thumping or anything, just saying. My point is that Joel Osteen didn't want to open his megachurch to hurricane survivors. And that tells you everything that you need to know about him. Jesus said God is not a respecter of kith nor kin, and doesn't respect rich over poor either. Osteen, however, didn't care about the lives of people in the city that he lives in, and here someone comes to his money machine who also doesn't care about life. When Hurricane Harvey blew through Houston, Joel Osteen's megachurch was the first place people were thinking about because the place is a freaking arena. That's precisely the kind of place that is routinely used to shelter people after some sort of large-scale disaster. Except as far as Joel Osteen was concerned, these people are not congregants, these people probably don't pay any tithes, and even if they do, the entire point of this place is to get me money on Sundays and every other day of the week. 
That's what he sees his church as. After he pulled that stunt, that should have been the end of him. His congregation should have left. That is, if they ever bothered to actually read their Bibles and consider what kind of man that they're following. Problem is, they didn't leave because they've conditioned themselves to accept and even defend ungodly behavior from someone who's supposed to be a man of God. Again, nothing about this sordid incident is good or defensible, but when you mention Lakewood Church, this is what comes to my mind. Neither the shooter nor Osteen belong in what's supposed to be a house of God. You know, there's an old saying, it's easier to get a camel through the eye of a needle than a rich man through the gates of heaven. I hear it's written in a book somewhere, though I don't think it's a book that Osteen's ever bothered to read. Good day, and be one. I'd like to take a moment to mention some of our contributors. CJ, Craig Simmons, Gregory Franklin, Onan Smith, and Melvinia Miles. Salute to them and thank you to everyone for listening, liking, and sharing this message. Black Empowerment only exists because of you.